Hello, you're listening to our Marketland Coffee Podcast. This episode is a part of our Coffee Rollout series where we introduce new coffees. I am Einar and today I'm joined by Jason. And the coffee we're talking about today is Cafundo from Chapada Diamantina in Brazil. Hi, Jason. How are you? Hi, very well, thank you. How are you? Good. I think we meet up uh, almost once a week for this podcast recently. Uh, what have you been drinking at home when you're not at work? Well, I took home very early one of the roasts of the Los Palomas, and it's actually changed a lot over the week since I've been drinking it. It started out a little bit closed, but it's progressively been getting fruitier and fruitier. So I've really been enjoying that at home. At Queen Vic Market on the weekend, I was really enjoying the Ruli. I made a few cups of it and tasted it while I was serving it to customers and really enjoyed that. Sounds good. And uh, this morning we tasted some of the Cafundo Espresso. We're going to talk about the tasting notes later. But first, can you tell us a little bit about uh, the farm and the farmer and your visit to Brazil? Sure. Last time I was in Brazil was 2016. I visited Cafundo with Toshi and our exporting partner Silvio Lete. And we were lucky enough to visit Pedro's farm Cafundo. And he has a beautiful smallish farm for Brazil, it's 28 hectares. And his coffee is planted under shade. It's sort of unique for Brazil where a lot of the coffee planted in Brazil is just open full sun. But on, on the farm at Cofundo, it was under quite a lot of shade. And it was very special walking through there because the, the rows of coffees are planted immaculately, very, very straight. There's a lot of uh, organic material on the ground. That sort of indicates that the farm's being looked after really well and it's very healthy. It was also one of the only farms that I remember visiting in recent history where there was zero rust on any of the trees. And I asked Silvio and Pedro, you know, how, how they managed to eliminate rust from their farm. And, and Pedro is a big believer in organic practices. And, and he said he basically described how the shade trees protect the coffee trees from from the sun. But and they also had enough wind to come through and sort of create a bad environment for the rust. So they manage it in a sort of very holistic way. And for listeners that might be quite new to coffee, can you just quickly explain what you mean by coffee rust? Oh, sure. In uh, Central and South America, it's called La Roya. And Roya is like a fungus that attacks the coffee plant. Mostly it attacks the, the leaves and stops it from photosynthesizing. It affects the cup quality and mostly the way that the fruit ripens on the, on the plant. So you could still get an okay yield from a coffee plant with Roya on it, except the taste will be quite bad. It will be very hollow, sort of nutty. Basically, a lot of unripe uh, flavors come through in the, in the coffee. It's devastated countries like El Salvador, where it's very difficult to manage. It's very difficult to manage in places like Bolivia. And then other places like with a bit more development like Brazil and Guatemala, they, they managed to control the spread of it through things with things like fungicides and making sure the coffee plants are healthy enough from the start with fertilizer and, and such. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about um, Pedro Santana, the farmer? He didn't start out uh, with coffee, did he? No, Pedro was a banker in Sao Paulo and he, it was always his dream to own a coffee farm. So about 15 years ago, he and his wife bought a farm out in um, Piata, or just outside of Piata. So the name of the farm is Cafundo. It also has a meaning. It means a very far away place. And so I can imagine Pedro sitting in his office as a banker, thinking about this beautiful coffee farm, Cafundo, and drawing up the name. Yes, and I think he's also sitting at the farm thinking about banking, and that's luckily far, far away as well. Mm. 
So this coffee comes from the same region as a lot of the other coffees from Brazil that we have, Sao Judas and Sitiocana José Santana. For Santa Progresso, so the Marimbus as well. Yeah. How, how far apart are they? Well, Fazenda Progresso is a big farm, and that's in basically one part of Chapata de Matina. So we drove from a small town called Mukuje out to Progresso, and and then from Progresso you keep, keep driving to the west to get to Piata. And once you're in Piata, Piata is a very small town. Sao Judas is pretty much in in the town, like it's only just on the outskirts of town. And then from memory, Cofundo was only a 15 or 20 minute drive from Piazza. So they're all quite close together once you're in Piazza. And Fazenda Progresso is a little bit removed from that, so closer to Mukuje. And the varietal and the process are the same? As... They are the same. Yeah. So uh, Pedro has also been heavily influenced by Antonio Higlo. So his processing and his varieties are similar. The Catuai varieties, red and yellow Catuai. And the processing is also a pulp natural process. So, Cafundo Espesso comes from Chapada Diamantina, a region of Brazil. A varietal is Catuai and the process is pulp natural. The tasting notes on the bag are caramel and cherry with a heavy body. And this coffee retails for $18 for 250 grams and $58 per kilo. It was also the um, coffee club of the week starting um, May 17th. Who would you recommend this coffee for? It seems like a safe recommendation. Safe. I would say approachable. You know, approachable, it's, it's very yes. uh, easy drinking. This coffee. Um, we tasted an espresso earlier, and I'll read out some of my notes. We had toasted hazelnut, some soft cherry, a very rich mouthfeel, sort of creamy, a little bit of vanilla, uh, and some nice soft stone fruit like apricot. And then we added some milk to another espresso, and it sort of changes the flavor a little bit to more like you know condensed milk and it, for me it brought out quite a lot of the vanilla uh, a little bit of the soft praline sort of um, soft caramel notes so yeah I, I would recommend it to someone who maybe doesn't always drink our coffee or someone who's new to our coffee and is looking for sort of a really nice approachable friendly coffee to yeah. drink yeah it's it's easy to drink um sweet uh, quite heavy body as well mm. um yeah, it tastes great with milk and black. Mm. Um, how does it compare to seasonal espresso? Well, seasonal espresso's got a little bit of Rwanda in there, about 30%. And that Rwanda sort of adds a lot, quite a lot of perfumey, date, black tea sort of flavors to it. The Rwanda also adds quite a bit of acidity to the espresso blend. So the Kofundo would be lower acidity than the seasonal espresso blend. And the other single origin on the shelf will be Casillo. How does Kofundo compare to Casillo? Uh, the Kofundo is heavy bodied, it's nuttier, so more like toasted hazelnuts compared to the Casillo, which is very sort of silky mouthfeel, but it is a little bit more elegant and a little bit lighter and more lifted, more sort of lifted stone fruit in the Casillo. Thank you, Jason. And before we go, we have a competition this time. Um, we're looking for a name for the podcast series, uh, just for the coffee rollouts. Uh, we're looking for something a little bit more snappy, relevant and unique. Jason? We have a special prize as well. So for the name we like most or the name we choose, we'll send out a special prize. For Markelein staff, please leave your submission in the quiz. And for anyone listening that's not a Markelein staff member, you are also free to enter the competition if you wish. And it's training at marketlane.com.au. We'll also send you something nice. Thank you everyone for listening. If you have any comments or feedback, you can also email training at marketlane.com.au and we'll see you shortly. Thank you. Thank you.